Can I just have one more round of applause for the filmmakers? Well, I'm very Uh, how uh, 
whether that other the country is losing the corruption. So, uh, so these conversations were constantly happening, and then we heard that they were now because they were fed up with protesting, they were going to make a political party, and we thought it might be interesting because it's a new political party. We in India don't have political films, so uh, if we if we were successful in getting access, it would mean a very rare and first of its kind film in India. Why do people shy away from from making political films? I think it comes with a lot of uh, a lot of uh, challenges, and it's uh, <coughs> most people. See, the thing is, we have been brought up in the generation or the culture in the last two decades where politics was not for decent people. So, so, so my family wouldn't discuss politics. My family wouldn't encourage discussion, discussing politics at the dinner table because that's not what decent people do. Uh, and, and and because of that, uh, it has uh, connotations that polit politics is essentially meant for people who have way too much money, way too much muscle, or uh, or, or are just a rarity in 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 in, in that ways. Uh, and similarly, so going in, stepping into politics in terms of films and cinema has become very challenging for filmmakers back home because uh, because whoever the ruling establishment is will use uh, whatever the machinery they have to make sure that nothing against them is said. Uh, for example, in India, there's a censor board, mm -hmm. uh, a film certification board, which which is supposed to give you a certificate as per I mean, the usual rating for the film, but it can ask for cuts. So so what they'll do is that you'll go, you'll go to them with a the film uh, wherein there'll be a line criticizing a certain leader from the 80s. And they'll be like, the film is fine, but you need to cut that line out. Obvious question, did you get any cuttings? Uh, we haven't gone to them yet. Oh, you still have to go. So we've seen the raw, the, the real, the raw version. Yeah. But has, has this problem affected the reception of your film, the way you could distribute it or show it? That there's so 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 while we were making the film, there were a lot of people who said, "Listen, this is an interesting conversation, and I know that I want to be a part of this conversation, but I can't support it because it is political." Mm -hmm. And there were a lot of institutions who said, "We would like to help you, but we can't." So there's actually there's actually a, an organization which gave us an award while we were making the film, but their website says they uh, they give the award to somebody else altogether. Awesome, but you actually got it. Yeah. yeah, we got it. So 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 we have photographs and like. Our families are asking us, did you really win it? Then you showed the award. So, I mean, those kind of things happen. But to be honest, people go through much worse. Uh, 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 people go through many different challenges, many more difficult challenges. People who are, uh, uh, some people, I mean, at least two people in our film have, have seen death uh, 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 in terms of when they were fighting or standing up for something that they believed in. Mm -hmm. And, uh, 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 as artists, I think both of us feel compelled to just reflect on the times that we are living in and, and take the dialogue forward. It's interesting. There, there seems to be a discrepancy here in, in the way this is covered by, say, film and, and other media. Yeah. So I, I was in India at the same time, both I, and I, I write, so I, there was never an issue with written journalism and also with the Indian publication. So the, the, the printed media is, seems to be more free in this sense than, than film. Why do you think maybe film is such a... Why, why is that more... Such more strictly. Uh, I think the print media, the infrastructure behind the print media is not increasingly less and less uh, complicated. So there are uh, a lot of online journals. There are a lot of online journalism happening, and that gives you a certain kind of liberation from uh, too many, you know, people that you have to answer to. Uh, uh, the the mainstream newspapers still continue to face. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. a 
uh, unspoken sort of censorship. But uh, there are a lot of uh, independent journals which are able to ask tough questions. So you're right. Uh, the print media in India is robust and is still able to bring uh, ideas into public discourse which need to be spoken about. And when you go to film and television, like television news as well, uh, we have a much more uh, tough time because I think people understand the power of image. They understand that you know this is really something that can. Uh, to be honest, I think these are all uh, ideas that have been around for the longest time. You know, the idea of manufacturing content is is you know it's not just a conspiracy theory. There are uh, systems in place which don't allow certain stories to be told. Mentioned digital media, the Amapi Party also um, was a party which which managed to use this strategy very effectively in 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 rallying people um, using Twitter, using Facebook. Uh, they're also they were also untraditional in that sense. Yeah, uh, I think they uh, it's it's they use the social they use social media very effectively. Uh, they are also known to be very very uh, media savvy by themselves in terms of being able to understand. Uh, the power of of the news media in in their own journey. So they have uh, constantly, and it's one of their uh, it, it's one of their pet criticisms, so as to say, back home, uh, that people say that oh, these guys are too media savvy, almost as if that's a fault. Uh, uh, because I mean, people have their doubts, and rightly so. Uh, <coughs> but it's a challenge. It's a, I mean, we are also living in a time wherein the news media and the news medium itself is facing much more questioning than it did earlier. People are questioning uh, why exactly they are being shown what they are being shown, and why is it that 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 is important and something is not. Like for example, the AP's major strength was you know being able to leverage the campaign on Twitter and other social media, but that's where now where all their criticism lies as well. Mm -hmm. You know yeah. that like everything that they do will be criticized massively or loved massively on social media. Almost like this is an alternative channel that has opened up for for dialogue and discourse, which is interesting. Uh, uh, for example, the other uh, very recently there was a there was a sex tape ca which came out in involving one of their MLAs, one of, one of their uh, members of the yeah. uh, in parliament, in yeah, the international government, exactly. Yes. And uh, and they fired him immediately. And Arvind said, you know, we are all up for dignity and morality in public life. And then immediately uh, uh, in the days coming after that, a discussion caught the imagination of the people, which is that uh, if if the act was consensual. Then there was then you had no business suspending him, and if anything, if the sex tape has come out, then he is the victim and not the party. Yeah. Uh, uh, and it it sort of caught uh, 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 it became very popular in terms of you know just people discussing the ethics and morality of public life, and that's what the AP has managed to do. It has it it, it has managed to become the sort of crystallization point for a lot of ethical dilemmas around politics. Of course, there are no solutions. Of course, nobody can say you know what they did is right or what they did is wrong because morality is very subjective in that sense. But it's an interesting time, just that these ideas have come back into the larger consciousness in India. Yeah, that, that's what, what I. That's also something I very much appreciated about the film is that the, the political revolution is always a very grateful subject to to write and to film about. You could say, but you also. Um, try to deal with the theme of uh, the, the the difficulty with upholding your own standards if you if you take a moral high ground for instance and the dilemma between making the promise and actually de delivering on that and it, it seems to me like there's a very conscious 
idea behind your film that you want to also display this tension between uh, uh, the claimed morality and, and the difficulty of practical political life? Um, a lot of people ask us, uh, you know, whether they have changed from the time that they began to what, what they are now, like uh, about two years into their political lives. And the answer is, uh, you know, yes, they have changed. And it, that change is inevitable because uh, there is a difference between idealism and politics. And, uh, you know, uh, we, we were talking about this and you have this idea of a, of, of a staunch idealist, you know, like the categorical imperative, Kantian categorical imperative, where they have this thought experiment that you're in a house and this person uh, wants to murder somebody and you're giving refuge to the murderer. And um, if the person, if the murderer uh, asks you uh, that, is the, is the guy who I want to murder in your house? So according to Kant, you have to say the truth. Yes, he's in my house. Mm -hmm. So when you apply that to politics, it, it, it's so relevant because, you know, you have certain ideals that, you know, for example, that we will not do populist things just to get votes. Or we, you know, you have the all, all of these principles, but when you come into the electoral and when you deal with people, so in our film itself, you have this woman who says that, you know, once you take a bribe, you should not cheat that person. You know, these kind of moral codes yeah. are evolved in a democracy, which is, which is, you know, a very underprivileged, coming from a very underprivileged space. Um, and I think that these, they have realized that they have to accommodate these kind of, you know, more ambiguous uh, kind of things as well. Yeah, because it, it break basically breaks down at first instance. You have this very powerful shot where they discuss how they have to select their candidates, and then they say, look, I mean, I know we promised democracy, and then the people of the vote should be with the people, but in that we can't do that. So it, it, immediately you see that it's difficult to uphold your own uh, democratic standards. Mm, yeah, and, and it's also because it's a challenge, like, like, like he describes in the film, that politics is not a monistic life. You are not going to sit in a room and write poetry or or or, write or you know uh, sing hymns about how pure your cause is going to be. It it requires it's a daily wrestling match. It's it's a daily it's a daily activity wherein you make mistakes, wherein you try to do better, wherein you make compromises, trying to make take take on some larger good or maybe only for your selfishness. But it's a daily struggle, and and, and, and it is it, it's a realization that they have come to, and I think it's also a realization that most people are coming to across the world that the nature of politics is not just a sort of start to end finishing line, that we just run this race and win and everything will change. It's a sort of a daily struggle. Uh, and with the AP, it's, 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 it's like I said, it's, it's interesting that people are discussing ideas. Uh, of course, these guys may be flawed. You know, of course, they will have, they will do some things which are outrageous and some things which are not. Uh, but it's, it's, it's interesting that more and more people are, in, are talking about the economics uh, that are engineered, like Kushbu said, in India, to take, you know, of the idea of the 99% versus the 1%. They are constantly talking about transparency in politics. They are talking about uh, political funding, which I think is 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 is, is commendable. Well, one thing which is which is very obvious in the way Amapi uh, Party presents itself is that it, it plays very cleverly with sort of the Gandhian imagery. You know, they take the, they take the caps with uh, "I am the common man" written on on the side. He goes on the hunger strike. Um, to what extent do you think? Uh, this has played a role in uh, in, maybe in the success of the Amatmi Party, and maybe to what extent did they consciously tap into that particular Gandhi legacy? Um, but 
you know, I mean, when you have a when you have a figure like Gandhi, it's impossible to not plagiarize from him because he's so such a uh, interesting political uh, character, right? Like the way he challenged the British in India. Um, they were constantly on the back foot as to what 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 are we supposed to do now? You know, okay. As what the party was exactly. So I think that it's a great it's a great uh, reference point to have, and uh, it would be criminal to not steal from that. You know, so I think in that sense that um, in that sense they definitely uh, uh, employ the the ideas, the tactics, the you know ph philosophy of Gandhi for sure. I mean, just this. Uh, just this imagery of being amongst people, you know, when you see Gandhi again and again, he's always walking amongst people, you know, and I think that uh, all these things uh, come together in a way that you present yourself as it's it's all of us versus the powerful, you know. So, um, how, how did that influence your own filmmaking? Is that something you uh, have to bear in mind? Uh, is that something you you take into account? Is um. Yeah, I mean, we do, but it's something that we don't, we didn't want to uh, impress upon too much because, uh, you know, there are, actually there are a lot of things in the film which we hope different people will see it differently. So it's great that you s you recognized uh, the presence of Gandhi's, uh, you know, uh, uh, imagery and ideas in the party. And there are some people who may not recognize it, but I think different people will take different things and as long as the film has many layers of interpretation, that's good for us. Yeah. We, we talked in the beginning about how this was sort of part of a, of a global uh, political revolution as well. There's everywhere in all countries, uh, all over the world actually, there's protest parties, new parties emerging. What one of the striking things is, is uh, the very long stronghold uh, two traditional parties have held on, uh, on India. I think in terms of the significance of beating the Congress Party, because and that's you definitely zoom into that as well on the uh, uh, when you do the, the when you relive the election day in the in, in your film. Could you tell me maybe explain to me what is what is indeed the significance of being able to beat that particular party? Um, yeah, the Congress has been in power in India for sixty-five out of seventy years, so um, that's like you know it's literally like a one-party. They are extremely powerful. Like th that, that power is entrenched. It's not easy to defeat uh, the Congress Party. And what this election did was, it was the sort of the beginning of the downfall of the Congress. So, um, so since then, the Congress, you know, one thing that weakened them was their anti-corruption protests, and then electorally they defeated the Congress, and then the Congress only lost more and more elections after this. So they are actually now a very diminished entity in India. Mm -hmm. And it's it's almost for us, it's an exist, it's kind of existential disorientation because we've grown up seeing the Congress as the grand old party of India. Well, what is the reason that the, the, the energy they managed to dis display on the, on the local stage in Delhi did not work out in the same way with the national elections a year later? Uh, so the BGP snatched that one. What was the difficulty for the Amatri party to, uh, uh, to to move on to the to the highest level? Okay, so so to give you some context, immediately after the after the Delhi elections, the, uh, the Indian national elections were held, and they and and, and the AAP contested uh, uh, on all those uh, on a lot of the national election seats and lost miserably, uh, for various reasons to be honest, because there was uh, uh, 
to prepare the nation as a larger consciousness to 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 be able to understand india is a very 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 big country to be able to be convince somebody in the streets and in the palaces of india that that they are a viable party to vote will require a much longer time it, it they basically campaigned for literally 3 months and said we are going to contest the national elections uh, which they in hindsight also realized that was a terrible decision it put a lot of pressure on the organization they didn't have an organization to be able to contest elections on national level they didn't have the money they didn't even have the candidates uh, and they paid the cost for that very dearly because it it, it increased uh, i mean they various political uh, sort of uh, pundits predicted that the party had come to an end that you know that they had lost this election miserably and, and and they had no future and of course it it also led to the divide between arvind and yogendra because both of them went through personally through a lot yeah. and um how do you as your, as a filmmaker yourself uh, negotiate the fact that if you make film about politics you definitely become also maybe part of the political game yeah. at the same time you might want to say oh i want to keep my independence yeah. how do you how do you struggle with that i think it's a constant struggle uh uh you you uh, because it's the two of us there we constantly keep talking about you know this is what we are seeing this and i'm seeing this scene as what are you seeing this scene as and how does all of this hold together and you know what are the meanings that are being conveyed and we try and show it to a couple of people but we're living in times wherein i think it's it's also it's also impossible to not participate in this political conversation i think very often uh, uh it has happened even with us in the past wherein you're like you know you know you don't want to be seen as may, as taking any sort of uh, direct political intervention simply because you don't want to sort of soil your own clothes in any ways because you never know what happens uh, and and we have taken the challenge on we have taken the challenge on of making a political statement that we feel is relevant but also i think that uh, this idea that because it's a political subject i mean i understand the complexity around it but when you look at india there is so little of that that it's actually a problem that there aren't enough films that are doing that already so what what we think is that in to supplement the conversation or to make it uh, to make because it's a political film to make it less problematic we actually need more political films we don't need less political films we need more films about different political parties we need more films about different uh, democratic processes you know maybe the judiciary the judiciary the police the you have to understand in india all of these systems are extremely opaque to questioning and it it it's it's imperative that we we push the the narrative and the boundaries of documentation in 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 all of these places including the media actually it would be great for us in india to see a documentary on a big news channel how how that happened with us great point let me thank you and and open it up to the audience um, because we've got a lot of people here um two uh, points before uh, three maybe um this interview is being recorded uh, as a podcast of bitfa so if you don't want to be on the podcast don't ask any <laughs> questions um i'll 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 give turns to everybody and and i'll shortly repeat the question also so it will be put on tape properly um and you just have to use the strength of your voice and i'll hopefully understand and repeat and can i ask um um we have a lot of people so do try to keep it succinct and ask a question the gentleman over here was the first to raise his hand First of all, it was a, ter- it was a terrific film. It was really inspiring, actually. Um, beautifully made. I made a film about Indian democracy in the 60s, and the 
plays with <laughs> Ms. Gandhi, and it's called Duck. Mm. And um, the last play is a fish and man, in fact, mm. um, when I was a kid. And it was such a massive country. It seemed, it seemed at the time, by the way, that our democracy in the UK was okay. It ain't, and hasn't been for a long time. And so it's very inspiring to see a film in which, you know, the democracy in India, which is so massive and apparently very volatile, can actually produce a result of this kind, even if it's going to take a long time to repeat somehow. So I, it's really what, what, what is the question, sir? Yeah. Yeah. What is the question, if I may ask? What is the question? <laughs> um, Apart from, from the well-meant compliments. If, if you remember, I'd like you to respond to that and think whether Indian democracy can be a model for the world. Just one question. So, can Indian democracy be a model for the world? Uh, wow, that's actually a very, very uh, challenging question. <laughs> well, what is a lesson that, it, that the world could learn from Indian democracy? Let's keep it slightly smaller. I do think that Indian democracy does offer chance to people who uh, you know who want to convince the electorate what i mean to say is that uh, somebody a complete outsider does have the opportunity to break into the, the and and this is not the only example we have we have uh, you know uh, very unconventional leaders we have you know s uh, chief ministers of states who are women who are extremely uh, it's you know it's it's incredible to see these women rise up to the stature of power that they have, you know, given given patriarchy and all these other forces working around them. So I think that there is definitely something about Indian democracy which which uh, enables the outliers to 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 come into the mainstream. But having said that, I think there are things that we do need to uh, address as well. And certainly, uh, uh, there are activists fighting for. Uh, making political funding more transparent. So we don't know how, how much money comes from where and who's funding the political parties, because that gives you a lot of answers. Uh, and similarly, there's also a lot of uh, activism around not allowing criminal, people with criminal background to fight elections. So there are, there's a, it, it's a complicated. Is there anybody else who would like to ask a question? If the uh, lady over there.
so it would in fact be uh, amazing to make a film on the Congress party. Anybody else? Would you actually be able to distribute this film in India? Would film be could you distribute the film in India? Uh, uh, it's a it's a challenge. Recently, political films have faced a lot of pressure in India, uh, especially from the censorship board. But uh, but we are trying. We are trying our best uh, to be. Uh, so while we were making the film, we, a lot of people said that you know this is a political film. Nobody is going to touch it. And we had a crowdfunding campaign because we couldn't find financing within India. We only IFA was our only grantee at that point. And uh, and we were looking to raise twenty thousand dollars, and we landed up raising one hundred and twenty thousand uh, dollars from eight from nearly eight hundred contributors. So, so the film does belong to a community of people who want more voices in the discourse. Uh, we are right now trying to make sure that we can reach those voices, but uh, yeah, there is a challenge of uh, getting through the censorship. I think we can take one or two. Sure, short follow-up, yeah. crowdfunding mainly Indian source? Yeah. So what is it, just the crowdfunding, was it Indian sourced or did it come from I mean, as we well. didn't have any restrictions as, as such, but we crowdfunded, we made our own website and platform to do the crowdfunding, and invariably, mo most uh, Indians knew about it than international uh, audiences. Is there somebody I can give the honor of asking the last question? Well, there's we can, we can take two more and then we'll wrap up. Um, first, I'll give it to the lady in the back and then to you, sir. Shortly expand and, and keep it short because we're also running out of time on the conflict between uh, Arvind Kejriwal and, and Yogendra Yadav. So I think uh, it's you see a bit of it in the film uh, it, towards the end where both of them are seeing running the party differently. Uh, what happened during the national elections was, like I said, they faced a huge pressure and defeat, uh, which brought out the differences even further uh, in terms of. Uh, 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 I mean, to be honest, beyond a certain point. Actually, you should answer that question because I think that uh, 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 they they went through a very very deep, hu deeply humiliating and stressful time during the national elections. Uh, the way they lost everybody, they were they, they were ridiculed. They were really told to like get out of the of politics and things like that. And that put a lot of pressure of within the uh, organization, especially financial pressure. They were not able to cope with those kind of things. And then when you are facing these pressures, questions get asked, accusations get made, and things like that. So uh, there was mistrust that sort of crept up between them, and it led eventually to a very irreconcilable thing. Gentlemen, over there, final question, please. Yeah, I, uh, I have a question just uh, about the use of the music for the purpose. Uh, as you said, you, you can choose uh, which part you can take uh, in relation to the topic of the documentary. And, uh, and of course, uh, knowing that it is related to politics, uh, every position it becomes also an instrument and every document, documentary film becomes also an instrument. And uh, in this construction, it seems to me that uh, is, uh, there is the, the will to become an invitation to participate or to, to something that can change things. Uh, but at the same time, uh, the, uh, the use of the music, uh, to do it as well, uh, it, it seems also that uh, the construction <coughs> of the narrative uh, is already uh, there before the analysis of what happened in 
And and uh, to me, my, my curiosity is uh, uh, is for is is uh, is for you. It's more important that people can partake participate uh, in this uh, belief and this will to change uh, uh, a political moment, or uh, to have an idea in relation of what is going on uh, uh, before. Question is on, on the music of the film. To what extent does the, the narrative, to, uh, which is an inviting narrative to participate in politics, to what extent does the music uh, already preclude that in, in, in your film? Uh, so when we uh, started working on the music, we were very clear that we wanted to work actually with a Scandinavian artist because we felt like um, a lot of the Scandinavian music that we heard has this sort of melancholic, almost almost lonely distancing feel to it, which is what we wanted to bring impact into the film so that um, the inherent sort of uh, celebration can be looked and looked on with a little bit of reflection. So we wanted to bring reflectiveness and, and space into the chaos uh, that was uh, happening in the film. Yeah, great, thank you very much. Um, short final, very good. Um, I think also, before you give indeed a warm round of applause, um, it's customary at most films, I think, that you're giving this leaflet where you can vote for films. If you agree with me at least, and that this is indeed a fantastic film, do, do cast your vote as, as, uh, and, and, and let, let us know what you think. Um, once again, Finesh Vukla, Kushbu Ranka, thank you very, very much for this film, and I'll see you again. Thank you.